to be hard. <laughs> um, first, I want to thank everybody for the cards and things that were given over Anita's birthday and stuff. The memories that people wrote. Just want to thank you for that. Dear Heavenly Father, be with us this morning. Be with me as a servant. Allow me to speak what you want me to speak this morning. I pray that each heart is open to receive what might be for them. Father, I know that you are a loving God. And I know you care about every soul in this congregation. And so do I. I hurt with every hurting person just like you hurt. I feel the hurt when I look into somebody's eyes and you can tell they're hurting. It hurts. Just as you do. Father, lead us and direct us this morning. In Jesus' name. These last two songs that were picked. I have a question. How many of you sang them just to sing them? Or how many of you sang them and got the words that were in them? There was so much in them. If you concentrated on the words, there was so much. Last night at 3 o'clock this morning, I woke up. I still hadn't had a title for my message. God said, to me, it is something for every new Christian to get a hold of.
but it goes for everybody. But if we can get a hold of it as a new Christian, we can walk through life a lot easier than if we don't. A month ago, I opened my wife's Bible. I had never opened this one. She had several Bibles. And this Bible was, it's got verses colored throughout the whole Bible. And I swung it open and I read this one passage. And it spoke deeply to me. I studied it, and I studied it, and I read it and read it. And then Earl told me I, he put me on for the message this morning. Tuesday. Morning? No, Tuesday night. It might have been the middle of the night. I'm not sure. I woke up and the I'm going to be reading out of, in Psalms. I'm going to be start, I'm coming out of Psalms. And it dawned on me that this chapter is a song that we sing quite often. took me two and a half weeks, three weeks, for it to dawn on me. But God didn't want me to know it ahead of time. God wanted me to see the truth that lay within his message before I realized it was a song. You know, most of you know that I don't know a lot of songs and stuff. I don't sing. much, but I want to lay this here message to you guys this morning. I'm sure it's going to step on toes. It stepped on mine very rapidly. I'm sure it's going to step on toes this morning. But it's up to whatever each one of you want to do with it. All I can do is relay what God wants me to relay. The verse upon the board behind me. Truly, my soul waiteth on God. From him cometh my salvation. From him cometh my salvation. I'm going to be reading this morning and going through the book of Psalms 25. Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. O my God, do I trust in thee? Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Do we 
Do you have an enemy? Do any of you have enemies? I do. I have an enemy. I walked through a lot of my Christian life. Believe in that enemy in certain areas. I wasn't good enough to be a husband to my wife. I wasn't good enough to be a father to my children. I put the blame on myself because I wasn't good enough why my wife was on the heavy side. also said I'm not good enough for the church here. Because of things that's happened over the years. But that enemy is the devil. And I don't care what you think But he plants these things into our brains and into our minds. It's his joy, it's his joy to see which Christian he can get down next. It's his joy. It's his pride and joy. He couldn't get Jesus Christ to crunch. But it's his joy when he can get a Christian to crunch. Yea, Lord, yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress against without a cause. Show me thy way, O Lord. Teach me my path, thy path. Lead me in, the, in thy truth and teach me, for thou art God of my salvation. On thee do I wait. All the day long. And it is this passage. The key thing is. Waiting. On God. How many of us know how to wait. On God. The last month I have waited so much on God. That it's been such a precious time. Wait 
on God. Every one of us waited on God and didn't know it. There's not a one of us walked up to God and said, I want to be saved today. No. We waited until he called us. We waited on God. That's probably the first time you ever waited on God. Truly in your heart. But so many of us forgot it after that. And we walked on our lives without the direction of God. Joshua. Joshua. One time he didn't wait on God, many people were destroyed. He went up against Ai. He didn't wait on God. But God had the answer for him. If he just waited. If he had just waited. So many times we have the answers. But is the answer really coming from the heart? Or is it coming from the head? Is it coming just from the head? Or is it just coming from the heart? Are we walking this earth, this Christian life, by the head knowledge? Or is it from the heart? There are so many things that we need to wait on God for. I told Diane the other day, I think I could preach ten sermons on waiting on God. Ten different things. Every step we take needs to be waited on God. <clears throat> Remember me, O oh Lord. Thy mercies and thy loving kindness, for they have been ever of old. Father has loved you and had more loving kindness towards every one of us. But if we wait on Jesus, that same loving kindness can go through us to the hurting people around us. But if we can't wait on Jesus, and we have it all in our brains. We can't do a thing. It's got to be out of the heart. Remember not my sins of my youth. Nor my transgressions according to the mercies. Remember thou me. For thy goodness, goodness sake, O Lord. You know, I don't care what goes through our minds. 
I listened to a lot of Andrew Murray books, Sturgeon books, Tozer's books, um, D.L. Moody, a lot of books like that. And I heard one of them say one day, I don't know what book it was, but he said the problem with the Christians today is it's not in the heart, it's in the head. It's in the heart, it's not in the head. We all hurt. We all have hurts. We all have things that have built up in our lives. I shared a bunch of mine this morning that I've fought with for years. But it becomes bitterness. It becomes hatefulness. It becomes a lot of different things. Even some of us who think that things are going real good, if we don't show a caring heart and a merciful heart, it's no different. It's still wrong. It's still wrong. Good and upright is the Lord, therefore will he teach sinners in the way. The meek will he guide in judgment, and the meek will he teach his ways. God will teach his ways to us if we can meekly come before him and wait on him. He will teach us his ways. All thy paths of the Lord are merciful and truth upon his testimony. For thy name's sake, O Lord, pardon my iniquities, for they are great. <clears throat> pardon my iniquities, for they are great. Are we bowing our hearts before God and allowing God to search our own hearts to see where we're walking with him? Are we really bowing our hearts to search his life? To let him speak into our lives? Are we waiting on God? What man is it that feareth the Lord? He shall teach in the way that he shall choose. My soul shall dwell at ease, and his seed shall inherit the earth. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And he will show them his covenant.
There's a lot of fear. But is it the right fear? Are we really fearing God? Are we really, truly, honestly? I cannot answer for any of you, but you can all answer yourselves. I know up to four weeks ago, I truly wasn't honestly fearing God like I should have been. I feared God. I trusted God. But there is so much more, and he has so much more in store for each one of you. Mine eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. What net are your feet tied up in? What net? It could be pride. It could be guilt. It can be bitterness of my childhood, of my bringing up. It could be not really caring what happens in people's lives. It can be always being right. And I can go on and on down that list, but I'm not going to. But what net are your feet tied up in? Mine were tied. Turn thee unto me and have mercy upon me, for I am desolate and afflicted. Thy trouble, the troubles of my heart, are enlarged. Oh, bring me out of my distress. God can free us. God can free every one of us. I don't know, I had to think of days of being at home, shut in a house. Some days can get very dreary and drawn out. Running the roads and 
Making mistakes are material like I do quite often. The guys have to laugh at me, but I make a lot of mistakes. Can get pretty deary and down. But are we really waiting on the Lord if we're allowing them things to get us down? Are we really? God put us here on earth for a reason. Are we really, truly, honestly, in our hearts, can we say that we've waited on the Lord today? When these things hit us, I can't. I can't anymore. Look upon my afflictions and my pain and forgive all my sins and God will do that for us. Consider my enemy for they are many and they hate me with cruel hatred. And he does. Anyone that professes Jesus Christ, he hates. He hates with cruel hateness. And he is going to do everything he can to destroy you. Everything. That is why it is so important to just sit and wait on God. How many of us get up in the morning and pick up our Bible and read a chapter and have a short prayer and head out the door because we've got so much to do? I'm guilty. How many of us pick up the Bible and read it and pray and don't even think about what we read the rest of the day. Does it come to our mind? Why do we read it? Is it a habit? Is it in the head? Or is it truly in the heart? Is it truly in the heart? Oh, keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I put my trust in thee. Do we put our trust in him? That's for every one of you to answer. I can't answer that. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait on thee. Can you say that? Honestly? Can you open your Bible and read that and say, it from the depths of your heart, I wait on thee, Lord. I wait on thee. I like the next verse. But I'm going to change the one word of Israel. I'm going to change it to the church. Redeem the church, O oh Lord, out of all the trouble. Redeem the church, O oh Lord, out of all the trouble. 
I struggled even coming up here today. I battled it for a long time. Last week, or a couple weeks ago, Randall led singing. And there's three songs that I wrote down that he led. That we sang because the word spoke to my heart. Hundred and sixty two. Jesus, I am resting, resting. As I read them words, I had to think how many of us sang that real honestly. How many of us sang it real honestly? 705. Same way. Search me, O God. Do we really want to be searched by God? How many of us open our hearts to God that way and wait for the answer? And wait for the answer. Three seventy one. In my people, in my people, which are called by thy name, shall humbly humble themselves and pray. In my people, which are called, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their lands. And I'm going to buy my wife's book. She has a sticky note in the front at home and a bunch of songs wrote on it that she liked. And I was looking... And I flipped to it open one day, and I thought I was at the right song, and I read it. But I guess it was the song that God wanted me to be at, not the one that my wife wanted liked. It was a different song then. But I'm going to read this song.
It's 42. And I want you all to just ponder it as we go through it here. The words. Speak, Lord, in the silence while I wait on thee. Hush my heart to listen in expectancy. Speak, O blessed Master, in this quiet hour. Let me see thy face and feel thy touching power. For the words thou speakest, they are life indeed, living bread from heaven. Now my spirit's fed. All to thee is yielded. I am not my own. Blissful, great, glad surrender. I am thine alone. Are you thine alone? May God bless you.